Durden sees dead people. So you guys heard about Darth Vader being Luke's dad, right? Oh boy, that was crazy. Luke was all, wah, 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 power converters. And Darth was like, dude, I'm your dad. And Luke was all, no. And Darth was like, that's my line, bro. And then Reagan got elected. Sorry. 1980 spoilers. We live in a spoiler-filled society. Facebook, Twitter, movie trailers, DVRs, jackass internet commentators, the whole kit and caboodle. Whether it's intentional or unintentional, if you're not living in real time, if you're not there opening day, you run the risk of your favorite blank being ruined by society at large. Or maybe just by some jackass on the internet. This is only fitting since the idea of a spoiler originated on the internet. It started back in the newsgroups days where nerds were nerds discussing nerdy things with other nerds in the nerdiest way available to them. Not all nerds are created equal, however, so, in an effort to avoid having the plots of their favorite movies and TV shows, and comic books and animated imported Japanese pornography, spoiled, the nerds would let each other know to stop reading a given thread because there were spoilers ahead. Decades later, the concept of spoilers is now a mainstream idea. Spoiler alert is now a phrase that non-nerds know the meaning of. There's an entire cottage industry which is all about digging up and disseminating spoilers to the unspoiled masses. It's a spoiler world. We just live in it. It didn't used to be like this. Before all this technology came along, your options for spoilage were far fewer. Sure, you might overhear that it was Earth all along while you were waiting in line, or read about Rosebud just being a sled in ye olde newspaper, but that was about the extent of it. Now, though, if you see a trailer for a movie or a commercial for a TV show, more often than not, you've seen the whole damn thing. Or at least the good parts. Or if you find out there's a twist ending to the movie you're about to see, you'll spend the next two hours trying to figure out the twist rather than enjoying yourself. Or if you find out the movie is directed by Brett Ratner, you'll spend the next two hours trying to figure out how to kill yourself with a box of Junior Mints. Sometimes, however, sometimes knowing the big twist or the ending ahead of time is actually a good thing. Knowing Soil and Green was people going in, for example, made Charlton Heston's realization that much more entertaining. And somehow, knowing that Watson was going to beat Ken Jennings in Jeopardy made the defeat of mankind's last best hope to mankind's baddest trivia robot a little less painful. In this world of wall-to-wall spoilers, you'd think we'd be spoiler-saturated at this point. You'd think we would have approached maximum spoilerage, a spoiler-critical mass, an event horizon from which no further spoilers could possibly escape. You'd think that, and then... Spoiler alert for last Sunday. Osama bin Laden was killed. At 9.47 p.m. Eastern Standard Time last Sunday, the White House announced that President Obama would address the nation at 10.30 p.m. Typically, when the president addresses the nation, it's with a little more notice, and it's not on a Sunday. After all, Sunday is God's day. Or, alternatively, the Cleveland Show's day. Or Extreme Makeover Home Editions. Point is, it's not a big news day. So clearly, whatever dope news B-Money had to drop was a big deal. Sorry, that was disrespectful. Whatever dope news President B-Money had to drop was a big deal. Anyway, rather than just holding out for 43 minutes until the president addressed the nation, every news organization went apeshit and started speculating what the president was going to talk about, and sure enough, word got out that B. Laden got his ass capped before 10.30. 
Really, media? Really? Spoilers. I don't know about you guys, but if I were running a major news organization and I found out that the president of the free world had successfully taken down the most wanted terrorist in history 43 minutes before he was going to announce it to the world, I would let him call dibsies on breaking the news himself. You know, presidential dibsies. That's a thing, right? But no, the internet and then subsequently all the news organizations in the land were all abuzz with, Bin Laden is dead! That's all we know, we have absolutely no details, but we're saying it just because everyone else is. Yes, TV news is basically just grade school recess all over again. Only the playground is Pakistan, and we're gossiping about killing terrorists instead of kissing boys. And instead of a classroom guinea pig, it's a dog wearing Kevlar. I'm not sure where Navy SEALs fit in. Okay, it's not a perfect analogy. My point stands, though. Of course, the flip side to all this is that before there was all this technology, the 24-hour news cycle, the interwebs, the acceleration of everything, spoilers still existed, just in a different form. They were called, oh crap, what happened? I missed it. Indeed, the age before spoilers was also an age before all this spoiler-enabling tech. So if you missed out on something, you just straight up missed it. Who shot JR? No, really, I have no idea. I missed it. I was out getting signatures for Reagan's nomination. No, I don't have a VCR. Aren't those things illegal anyway? You can't have it both ways, you see. You can live in a spoiler-free world where if you miss something, it's gone forever, or you can live in a world of spoilers with the ability to see anything whenever you want. Me, I'll take the latter. Oh, by the way, Kristen shot JR. Sorry, 1980 spoilers. Again. <laughs> 